Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to call this meeting to order this evening. Uh, President, announcement of the meeting. Where's that one on here? A notice of this meeting has been provided by letter dated January 4th, 2024 to the South Jersey Times, Carrier Post, and West Effort Municipal Clerk. Public notice was also posted in the West Effort Municipal Building on January 4th, 2024. At this time, we'll have the uh, Pledge of Allegiance. Pledge allegiance to, to the, the flag, flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Okay, we are back. So we have several things here. First, be it resolved, the Board of Education having conducted a HIB appeal hearing related to student ID number 31324 during executive session and having considered all the documentary and testimonial evidence, the Board of Education has determined to affirm the HIB conclusion recommended by the administration. So I have a motion. Motion, Rashudi. Gradually second. All in favor? Aye. We have two more. Be it resolved, the Board of Education having conducted a HIB appeal relating to student ID 33253 during executive session, having considered all the documentary and testimonial evidence, the Board of Education has determined to affirm the HIB conclusion recommended by the administration. I have a motion. Motion, Rashudi. Rise your second. All in favor? Aye. Motion carries. Be it resolved, the Board of Education having conducted a HIB appeal hearing related to student ID number 33253 during executive session and having considered all the documentary and testimonial evidence, the Board of Education has determined to affirm the HIB conclusion recommended by the administration. Do I have a motion? Motion, Rashudi. Gradually second. All in favor? Aye. Motion carries. Be it resolved, the Board of Education having considered the need for a physical mental evaluation for staff ID 6224, the Board of Ed has determined to approve said physical slash mental evaluation. Do I have a motion? Motion, Rashudi. Gradually second. All in favor? The motion carries. <clears throat> At this time, Cubs have a motion to approve the minutes from the 1218 action meeting. Motion, Barna. Second, second. All in favor? Motion carries. I have a motion to approve the minutes from the January 3rd reorganization meeting. Second. All in favor? Motion carries. At this time, we will have the solicitor's report. Nothing to report. Thank you. Thank you very much. We will now have the superintendent's report. Uh, you can just, uh, please see the attached HIB uh, under executive content and the enrollment under the public content. Uh, just a little uh, shout out to the crazy weather that we had from last night to this morning. Uh, we were probably in our surrounding schools, uh, one of the one of the uh, few schools that had a, a full day uh, today. Uh, a lot of the schools that had a two-hour delay are closed were due because a lot of their schools lost the electricity. Uh, we did work hand-in-hand -hand with the... Uh, uh, West Ever Police Department, uh, our transportation department did a great job. We had a lot of mini detours in the flooding areas of West Effort. Um, and, uh, you know, and I know the emergency crews have been out all day trying to make sure that West Effort, uh, did pretty well. So, uh, just, you know, it was a great day. Thank goodness we got the full day in. Uh, the high school started. Uh, the students were about five, six minutes late. Middle school, just the trickle effect of being in the morning. 
Uh, the buses ran about like 10 minutes late. And then by elementary school, by the time the lights, uh, the sun came out, everyone was back in order today. So um, it was just a, a crazy bit of events. We went from, you know, snow delays to high winds and rain delays. So welcome to the new world that we are living in. Um, tonight, we are having a presentation. Steve, do you want to introduce? Yes, uh, sorry for the delay. We have our 2022-2023 audit presentation from an associate from Bowman. Uh, Ms. Carol McAllister, please. Thank you. Uh, thank you all for having me here tonight. I appreciate uh, the time and the effort of the superintendent business administrator to put up with us while we're here doing the audit. Um, just a quick background. The job was staffed by myself, a senior manager, and several accounting associates. And the audit report that you received, as well as the auditor's management report, the audit report contains our three required opinions, so a hundred and some pages. All that information is put together um, this year by Mr. Jacobucci and his finance office staff. We give three audit opinions um, in the entire audit report. And I'll touch on those in a second. So this entire reporting package, as well as other required um, submissions, were submitted to the New Jersey Department of Education and the county superintendent's office prior to the filing deadline of December 5, uh, 2023. Um, financially, the Board of Ed um, did not have any budget over expenditures and also utilized their prior year fund balance of around $2.5 million to support the 22-23 budget. Um, in June, the board authorized a transfer to capital reserve of $500,000, of which $300,000 was actually transferred as of the June 30, 2023. Um, so this lessens the need to avoid any kind of um, future bonding for capital projects. And in regards, like in, indicated in the budget, there were no line items that were overexpended. Um, just a few specifics. The instruction expenditures total were about $1.1 million higher than the prior year. And that total was almost $23 million in instructional expenditures. Um, student and instruction related services were about a half a million dollars higher than the prior year at a total of around $6.1 million. Operations and maintenance was a 200,000 lower than the prior year, which totaled $4.5 million. And pupil transportation um, was about $1.4 million higher than fiscal year 22. And that came in at around $4.8 million. The school district received federal and state grants, received and spent approximately uh, $4.9 million in the 23 audit. And then the state in the past couple years had allowed you to reserve 4% of your total operating expenditures for the 23 audit, the that limit was maxed out at 2% of your operating budget. So there is an unassigned um, fund balance amount, excess surplus amount. There is uh, 2.9, excuse me, 763,000 that you'll need to be, that will need to go into your fiscal year 25 budget. So when you do that in the next few months. Um, we met with the um, superintendent, business administrator, and finance staff before the report was issued, and we had what we call an exit conference. 
at that meeting, we issued a um, report to those charged with governance, which is a required correspondence that describes what we do during the audit itself and what different things could be considered audit findings and discussion items. So for the 23 audit, there were several discussion items that we went over. We identified some areas that were could have improvements for the future years so they don't come into an audit finding. Um, but in the audit report, there were a total of six audit findings that the board will be required to do a corrective action plans probably on the agenda for later this evening. Um, that being said, those findings were compliance related items. Nothing was identified to be a material weakness. Um, they were isolated incidents, but were required to have that um, audit finding in itself. The opinions that we gave were what is uh, classified as an unmodified opinion. So we indicate that the financial statements are prepared in accordance with um, generally accepted auditing principles and the state of New Jersey Department of Ed requirements, compliance requirements, everything was in compliance. Um, so it is a clean opinion, unmodified report. Um, and basically, like I said, this entire report is prepared by the, by the finance staff. So I definitely wanted to give them, um, you know, a thank you. And for, we're out here for a few weeks, um, doing field work. So we appreciate all the courtesies extended to us and the quick responses that we get from the finance staff and anyone else that we have to be in contact with. So thank you very much. Any questions in regards to the report or specific items? available if anyone has any questions that come up at a later time. I just have a, gen a general question. When you mentioned there were there were six audit findings yes. on, on compliance, is that, can you tell us what page that's on in our, our report? Yes, I can. Thank you. Uh, can you, so this is, it looks like it's, A quick question. My understanding, um, three to six of these are cafeteria based, food service based. So yeah, if I'm reading this right, three of six of them are food service based or cafeteria based. So they start. They start on page 154. That's uh, the first finding is in regards to the DRTRS reporting, where the student counts that were reported did not agree to the. Um, records that we were given for the audit. Um, sort of cut that one off this year because we came out before the report was required to be submitted and actually did the auditing procedures for next year and provided some um, revisions that could be made. So that one should be resolved based on what was done. The second one is net cash resources. So this is a food service finding. The U.S. Department of Agriculture you know, doesn't want the food service program to be a for-profit, so they limit the amount of um, cash resources that you can have on hand. There's a formula that's included in the report. And so the board trying to spend as, you know, as much in the food service program, updating um, equipment and providing aids and things like that, there was still an excess um, net cash resources of almost 
$700,000. So the food is sort of limited to what the um, meal prices can be. Um, so we're working with different ways. Um, the state has put out some, maybe some al al other alternatives that you can use to try to spend down those funds. Um, a lot of the accounting firms across the state tried to have discussions with the Department of Agriculture, but this finding is in quite a few of the school district reports this year because of the requirement. And then, yes, then there was meal count records. The third finding is in regards to food service as well as the fourth one. Several students reported as low income, receiving free and reduced price meals, um, didn't have the qualifying documentation on hand to actually qualify them as low or reduced. Um, so that also, so those, um, the low income, the food nutrition programs were also tested in um, last month. So three of these findings should be completely um, eradicated for next year. Yeah, so to piggyback off that, so the DRTRS, uh, sorry, not DRTRS, uh, ASSA report is due October 15th. October, yeah. So what we've done now, instead of having to deal with these findings end of year, we completed the report and had our audit team come out on site to kind of rectify any issues that they saw ahead of time. So we took care of them now. So there are no audit findings. Our numbers are correct and everything is, is smooth moving forward. So like Carol just said, that kind of eliminates three of these findings from them coming out ahead of time. So in addition, the, the policies and procedures were updated um, this year as opposed to the prior year when there was some staff transition. So I think a lot of that was caused by some of those transitions. Can you go over the other three findings? Yes. The RTRS is number one. That's on page 154. The net cash resources was the second one, page 155. The third finding on 156 is school district reported meal counts, free reduced and paid lunch and breakfast. But those the amounts that were reported could not be reconciled to the school district records for we test on all 10 months. So three out of the 10 months, we had some discrepancies with the number of meals served as to what was submitted for reimbursement. Um, I have a question on that. So we had talked about this in another meeting about how more families were going to, um, as a result of the law being changed for free and reduced lunches, um, the number being, I think it was lowered um, to allow for more, for more families um, students to be eligible. Did that have anything to do with the paperwork that was missing in the transition possibly? It is possible. Um, some of the paperwork in the past, it would direct certifications were allowed to be carried over into the new school year and this year it was not. So I think some of them related to where direct certs were being relied upon, but not allowable new certifications had to be done for this year. I, I can send over the specifics. I don't did not bring that specific information with me. I have a question about the audit finding on page 154. So that has to do with the district report of transported resident students. Um, and so it says here um, that you took a sample and that the sample wasn't statistically valid. 
um, and it says that they that students were miscategorized miscategor that they should have been categorized as public school students excluding vocational school students but that they were special education students and they were improperly categorized can you explain that so Especially, and what, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't, mean, I didn't mean to interrupt you. And That's what right. impact that would have? Transportation aid is um, based on these counts. So I don't know, I'll fully admit the specifics of how the calculations are completed. All I know is the counts are done, submitted to the county office. Those counts, um, we compare records back and forth to there. And in regards to the sampled students, there, this actual, we have to report in the smaller report on page um, 13, you'll see this these totals. So for this item, regular public ed students, um, we tested 245 and we were able to verify 208 students. Um, basically, that's just indicating that there were uh, yeah so the students were reported as being um, regular students for this district but probably sent to another district and they were miscategorized Again, more specific information. We have a list of all the names of everything and I can forward that over um, to Mr. Jacobucci's office if you guys want to see what the details were of what we tested. So, so real quick to, to speak to that too, obviously um, with bringing in our transportation department, a lot of things were brand new last year. One of them being the TransFinder software that we utilize. Um, it was not communicated or utilized effectively in the beginning of last year. So this report, this DRTRS is due November 15th. Our fall is really fun in the BA office, but um, that's all I can say to that is that it was not properly utilized last year when this reporting was due. Absolutely. Yes. Correct. When it's when it's reported correctly, which it now has, um, the aid should increase. Again, I never know what the state's going to do, but it, it should increase. Yeah, all these issues were either resolved or amended reports were filed for the ASSA and the DRTRS for the current school year that you're in now. Any other questions? Would we have used some of these calculations when um, proposing how many buses we would need for bringing the transportation in-house? Um, I didn't do it, but I, if it were me, I would say no, because we still know our total number and, and our enrollment population. And we have to have a seat for every student, whether whether they're going to use the bus or not use the bus. If they're in a busing area, um, we, we have to have a spot for them, whether they are on there or not. So that would be the, how that would be calculated originally anyway, correct? Right. Thanks. 
Well, one more thing to consider in this is that these counts are as of a specific date. So, you know, throughout the year, you'll have students coming in and, and leaving the district or busing area or not needing a bus um, or getting an IEP or not having it. So the changes do, the counts do change throughout the year. This is just as of the specific date. Okay, if anyone has any further questions that come up after looking through the reports, you can reach out to me and I can, can communicate with Carol. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Carol, so much. We appreciate it. Thank you. This time we look for a motion to extend Curtis for extend uh, to extend Curtis courtesy to visitors. Motion. Second. All, all in favor. Do we have any questions or any visitors, Mr. Tucci? Um, I don't see any in-person. And I do not have any online comments at this time. Okay. We for a motion to close the public comment section of the meeting. Motion second. All in favor. Motion carries. Finance Committee. The Finance Committee met. Um, first topic of discussion was the bus depot. Uh, the administration notified the committee that the district did not receive the property that the board had previously approved a letter of intent to purchase. Uh, the property owner pulled out and took the other bid, which was the same price. Uh, it seems like it now will become low-income housing. Um, what is the next step was brought up. Uh, the district will revisit a plan that was being thought about before the property owner came to the district with his proposal. Uh, the administration will form a conceptual plan and present to the board at a later date. Uh, the second topic of discussion was bus purchases. Uh, the administration presented two quotes for the purchase of two 24-seat buses. The quotes of both state contracted quotes. Um, these buses will replace two existing buses that the district had previously purchased about 11 years ago. The district was aware that these buses would be going out of service and budgeted the expense in the current fiscal year. Uh, the buses will be purchased and not leased. Uh, the cost of the buses will be $102,000 per bus. Uh, the administration would like to get a letter of intent to purchase as quickly as possible to ensure the buses are held for the district. This will allow the district to be in possession of the new buses by July 1st. Uh, these specific buses will be used mostly for extended school year in the summer and then primarily for out-of-district runs for special education students. And that was the end of our uh, topics for discussion. So I'd like to make a motion to approve items two through 17. Okay, uh, roll call. Mr. Fetty. Mr. Grazioli. Yes. Mrs. Krautwald. Yes. Mrs. Nafis. Yes. Dr. Raschuti. Yes. Mrs. Schultz. Yes. Mrs. Barna. Yes. Mr. Deccan. Yes. Mr. Perticari. Yes. Motion carries, thank you. Next up, we have curriculum, athletics, and band. Okay, so the, the um, curriculum, athletics, and band committee met on January 8th. <clears throat> we discussed upcoming field trips and professional development for staff. We have those items in the agenda for approval tonight. 
And um, we also discussed board meeting procedures along with upcoming curriculum policies that will be updated in policy. Okay, and with that, I would like to make a motion to approve items two through 16. Second, Carl. Okay, uh, roll call. Mr. Grazioli. Yes. Mrs. Krautwald. Yes. Mrs. Nafis. Yes. Dr. Raschuti. Yes. Mr. Schultz. Yes. Mrs. Borna. Yes. Mr. Deccan. Yes. Mr. Fetty. Mr. Perticari. Yes to all except H15. I'll be abstaining from that one. Thank you. Uh, motion carries. Thank you. Next, we have policy and community relations. So uh, the policy committee did meet, and although there's nothing on the agenda, uh, we did discuss some things that we're going to add to the agenda um, and discussing committee next month, um, including moving um, the uh, public, the public portion of the meeting to before the first executive session. Um, so the public doesn't have to wait around until after this, after executive, until after executive session to, to speak. Um, and we talked about, I think, things that were discussed in every committee, um, including uh, changes to, uh, to grading. So I don't have anything to motion for. So that's it. Thank you very much. We are moving on to teachers and personnel. Nancy Barta reporting. We met by Zoom on January 8th, 2024, and we discussed hires, transfers, amended hires, rescissions, leaves, uh, resignations, homeschooling students, and homebound students. And I would like to make a note before, before we begin uh, with the motions that items 2 through 31 are going to be a roll call. Um, our agendas say that um, 32 through 37 also are, but they are actually not. So I just wanted to make, make everyone aware of that before we start with voting. So I'd now like to make a motion to approve items 2 through 31. Second. Second. Okay. Uh, roll call. Mrs. Krautwald. Yes. Mrs. Nafis. Yes. Dr. Raschuti. Yes. Mrs. Schultz. I'm sorry, I just need to check some. Yes. Okay. Uh, Mrs. Barna. Yes. Mr. Deccan. Yes. Mr. Fetty. Mr. Grazioli. Yes. Mr. Predicari. Yes. Motion carries. Thank you. And finally, I'd like to make a motion to approve items 32 through 37, which is not a roll call vote. Matt. Second. Second. Good. So now all in favor. All in favor? Aye. Aye. The motion is 32 through 37. Thank you. Carry. Uh, at this time, we'd like to extend courtesy to visitors a motion to open a public comment section. Motion. Second, Nafis. All in favor. Do we have any public comments, Mr. Tucci? Um, I have no in-person or online comments at this time. Thank you, Mr. Tucci. At this time, I will look for a uh, motion to close the public comment section of the meeting. Motion, Nafis. 
Second, Schultz. All in favor. And the motion carries. This time, looking for a motion to approve the first closed session minutes from the 1218 action meeting. Second. All in favor. Aye. Carrying on. What's that? I'll abstain. We were here. So new, new people need to abstain. Okay. Yeah, affirmative. There should be just three, three abstentions. Yep. Yep. Uh, motion, motion to approve the second closed session meetings from twelve eighteen from the action meeting. Motion, Barna. You, uh, you need to abstain. Yeah, you need to abstain friend. on that one. Huh? You weren't here for that. You weren't here for the second. So we just need another second, please. Second. Second. All favor. Abstain. All favor. Aye. Okay. Carries. Um, just a quick question. We uh, approval of minutes uh, for the original December 18th. I think we needed abstentions also. We got, yeah, we got, you got okay, yep, I just yep, want to make sure. Because uh, they weren't there yet. Understood. Uh, mo motion to approve the closed session minutes from the, from the uh, January 3rd reorganization meeting. Motion. Grazioli second. All in favor. Shift two of two sessions. Uh, Kim and Brett. Yeah. You guys weren't here for that. That's right. Yeah. Two meetings come out. Yeah. They threw me off the first time. So we're good with the two extensions and the rest. Okay. Does anyone have any new business? Um, I just wanted to make two comments. So January 9th was National Law Enforcement Appreciation Day. So I just would like to give a shout out to our school resource officers. Um, they, here in this town, we do a really nice job of sort of integrating school with the police station. And I think I just want to make that noted. Um, and then I also just wanted to um, ask, we approved a preschool parent night. I'm wondering what do we do at the high school level for those students in the eighth grade to get them and their parents sort of acclimated to what to expect at the high school to draw them into either specialty tracks or programs that we offer at the high school. Um, we have an opportunity with the eighth grade students. Currently, we have 232 of them. Um, typically, uh, I think the trend has been that we lose about 20% of those kids to private school and GCIT, um, which would bring our number down to 186, which is about where we are at the high school level now. Can we do something now to integrate those parents and kids and get them more active into what programs we have? Um, and what do we do with those kids also that do leave? Do we do an exit interview with their parents? Like, what are we not offering that they're they're seeking? You're talking to the right person, Matt Deccan. Oh, you're talking to the right person um, as the high school principal. Um, so I th think if I'm correct, and I'm not looking at the calendar, not to be sure, the high school they do um, in February, um, I think middle of February, they do an eighth grade orientation into the, um, for the high school, they talk about credits, they talk about courses, they talk about classwork. Um, and then from that next step, our high school staff, our department chairs, go down to the middle school and really get deep and deeper into the subject areas, the curriculum, talk about um, their chances, the academies, what we have to offer, and try to get them a little bit excited. So we kind of have a two-part conversation with that. Um, before COVID, we moved it back to, we moved it to October, uh, just because we were saying in public, we, were, we just wanted to make sure we were beating the Catholic, the private schools and we were trying to move forward. And, uh, you know, we have to, you know, probably move it back to the October, November one, the open houses to make sure that we're just as competitive. 
Um, you know, it, it's really tough with the technology school because, um, you know, as, as much as over the past, I want to say, um, you know, I was the principal of the, the, the high school for the past, you know, 13 years, I spent a lot of time dissecting um, GCIT, all their programs, started mimicking, started bringing a lot of things into the high school. That's how we started with the college now, all the experiences, um, how we pay for the college classes for junior seniors. So we've kind of started mimicking a lot with the technology aspect is doing. Um, and then we try to sell that to the parents. So, you know, after the COVID world, and there's been the transition between a third principal in the past three years, um, you know, to get back into that. We also added a component for seventh grade to get them excited. Um, you know, we bought little rally towels, future student, and, you know, try to get them a little bit more excited into this. We sell more of the sports with them just to kind of get them excited in the, in the, the future of that. Um, do parents, are, is it well attended? What, what you do with parents and. Oh, absolutely. That's one of the nights. Um, I guarantee you over all the years, we've had about uh, 250, 300 people in, in attendance. Um, then on top of that, um, you know, we had a letter we sent out to the parents uh, kind of saying, this is our curriculum guide. Make sure you look through it. Our guidance counselors go down as well to start scheduling with the students. So it's a fight. It's a fight with the tech school um, of their offerings. And every year they seem to have 28 and they have a list of 50. And if one, you know, we try to grab one back, we grab them in. And and the exit interviews, I did do that for the longest time because I was curious myself of the interest in once. And again, that's how we got a lot of the academies. Um, a question. Now, Just to briefly back him up real fast. As someone, I have three ninth graders, I told you it was awesome. That's my kids were really pumped up for. It. So they, everything you're asking, they we we did. Me, and my wife went to it, and it was packed. Like all that stuff. I only ask because I feel like a lot of people say that they don't know that we have these tracks that would be complementary or equal to what GCIT has and others, right? So um, if even we promote that within the district, not even just to those seventh and eighth graders, but promote it to anyone in the middle school. I have a seventh grader. Can we can we kind of get that bring that back up, back again? Yeah, it's. With the transition, no, I, I agree. It was actually really successful, um, and I did over the years. You know, we started grabbing a lot of kids back from the tech school, um, which is, which was nice. But that's always uh, been my big thing. It's been a err with me. So <laughs> it's helped to compete with the tech school because Perkins money. Because I mean, I'm a tech school. The Perkins money is for the the high overhead um, uh, career programs, like the auto, the welding, a lot of that equipment. But it is good because I did see. We partnered with Camden County for a dual credit. Did what did RC Seltzer, what did what did they do? Did they offer anything? Like Robin College? Because I know we, so we um we everyone do in the county now is going with the Camden County for the dual credit. No, so we have now, uh, yeah. the um, the high school right now has a connection with three colleges. Uh we have uh, Rowan College of Gloucester County, we have Camden County, and we also have Rutgers for yeah. a few of our teaching classes and some of our cohorts uh with the Perkins grant and the loan like that. So yeah, we we are using and abusing as much as we possibly can. Um, and soon I, I'll be attending a meeting. The president of the uh, Rowan College of Jersey will be um, presenting in the next uh, week or two what his next steps are to really start students um, kind of getting their associate, more students getting their associate's degree through high school and, uh, you know, to move forward to the next level. Uh, proud dad always says, uh, proud dad me always said that my kids, you know, I have one daughter graduating a year early from college this year. Because they had a mean principal that made them do a lot of extra work. That's a program I run, the social yeah. <laughs> security program, the high school. I mean, it's got its pros and cons, but it is, I mean, it is for now for some students who just don't, high school's not their thing. It's 
it's great. And, and yeah. it's, and it's hard to get a, a part of this is t- it's hard getting a lot of the students that want to do it as well. I mean, we sell, we pull, there's times we go into, there's times we went into classrooms and said, you know, there's say hundreds of thousand dollars of scholarships said, all you need to do is fill out this paper. Like, no, it's okay. Like we're going to pay for your college class. And we send home to parents. It's just, it's, it's, it's really tough. And, uh, you know, they continue to try to build that excitement. And big thing for those you don't know, GCIT gets, and they get a ton of, like the, the ratio of Perkins funding. It's like, say they get about like 400,000, we would get comparatively like 10,000 to that. That's the ratio. It is a huge number of difference. If like we were trying to put kids back on a program, we don't get half. I mean, it's a minuscule amount of Perkins funding that they actually have access to. Yeah, the fact that they share the campus, GCIT uh, shares the campus along with the college. They have a great connection program um, for local high schools in Gloucester County. We all have the same opportunities and options, but it's a little bit tougher because our teachers then, you know, if they could take classes, we have about 10 classes that you could take in West Effort High School and get college credit for. But you have to have a meet a criteria of a master's degree and all that. So it's sometimes always found a little unfair that just because, you know, the teacher certified to teach the class and teach in the class, just because they don't have a master's degree, they're not getting the credit. But maybe a person in another school, they're getting a credit for the same classes they're taking. So it's always kind of a, but hopefully this new program is three plus one. Um, they're no longer doing the three plus one at RCSJ. They're kind of looking at, if you take the three classes and it's going to transfer all over the state now, just not to Rowan. So they're really trying to build this program up. Princeton actually is really trying to get involved with that as well. So it's a it's <laughs> very exciting on the, on the horizon, on the horizon. Um, and I just had one other thing. So um, I was looking at some NJA.gov grants and it appears that there's a mental health screening for schools. And that is due, I think at the end of this month, um, is that something that we are, Oh, I'm sorry. It's January 18th. Are we applying for, for that? Shanika, what is that? I, I... That grant I don't have on my docket to apply for. I'd have to check with uh, Dr. Seekring because yeah, she oversees that, but I can ask her and follow okay. up with you on that. Okay. And I just wanted to add uh, two other things to the question that you asked. Um, the middle school and high school principals, since they started in their roles, they're actively working together to do things that Dr. Gizmundi together. had get yeah. togethers, keyword together, um, the things that Dr. Gizmundi had previously implemented, and then adding more at the lower elementary school when the students enter into Oakview and Red Bank. We're really trying to build that eagle pride. So um, if you had little ones, they all got those little eagles because that was important for us. We, we want to get them when they're young and carry on that pride as they continue on into our grade levels. And um, those are good questions that you asked. Yeah. Sell, sell, sell. That's <laughs> and finally, anyone, any members have comments? Um, I just have a question, like a kind of a follow up to, to what, uh, what Catherine had talked about earlier at the high school regarding um, blood drive. I was just wondering if neighbor members would be interested in sponsoring a blood drive for the community, if that could be something that could be held. At, at Riverwinds or at the high school, maybe um, during non-working hours, possibly. Because I I know I've been reading all over that uh, there's the blood the blood supply for um, 
the American Red Cross is really, really low right now. And I'd be I'd be interested in donating blood. I don't know if other board members would be interested in having possibly a sponsor or something like that. Was that to me or to? Uh, no, that was to you, Brian. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> right? Yeah. How about we, we call you Pert? <laughs> it's probably easier. Brian Pay. Okay. I personally don't say anything wrong with it. However, I would just search, check first if that is already something that's in the works somewhere at Riverwinds. I know I go there, I read the, uh, the things on the bulletin board there. Uh -huh. And sometimes that does come up. Uh, I think that'd be the first step of the research. If not, I would have no problem putting that forward, seeing what everyone says. Okay, thanks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the high school runs uh, two a year, two two drives oh, I didn't a know year. They do. Yeah, oh. fall in the spring. Anybody else? Okay. So, the motion to adjourn the public portion of the meeting. Motion, Nathan. Second. All in favor. <laughs> motion carries. I'm now looking for a motion to authorize an executive session. Motion for shooting. Second, Carla. All in favor. We are now in an executive session. There'll be no action taken after this portion. <laughs>